Hey there, lovelies. Welcome to my podcast, Love, Hope, and Fluffy Stuff. It's your girl, Alyssa. This podcast is a safe haven for my fellow fatties, a place where you can unwind and be your authentic self. This is a space that promotes kindness, respect, and love, and I try my best to show empathy and compassion. Um, I am by no means perfect. None of us are. We are all flawed. But I have the same rights as you to love mine. So today I want to talk about choices. Um, And I know that kind of seems like a very big topic. So um, let's just get right into this episode. And hopefully by the end of it, I'll have narrowed (laughs) that down a little bit for you. So we sometimes uh, forget, or at least in my opinion, that we are not the sole narrators of our story. Though we try to be, uh, there are just too many veritables and outside forces that factor in, which is why we have to come to terms with knowing that unexpected things are always going to happen in life. The only true control we have is how, (coughs) excuse me, We choose to handle it. My whole life up until this point, I've always chosen to cower in fear. I've chosen to retreat inside myself and hope things will be better when I decide to stick my head back out of my burrow again. And it never is. In most cases, um, the situation has worsened. Due to my own devices, it's time for an improvement. It's time to start anew. So I've made the decision to, the decision going forward anyway, to survive using courage, humor, and grace. By using courage, I am finally doing things that frighten me. I am putting myself out there for people to dissect and scrutinize in the hopes that they will digest the words um, that I share and allow them to penetrate their values. Humor has been my barrier of defense for as long as I can remember, but instead of using it to hide behind, I am using it to bring about camaraderie in our community. Lastly, it takes a certain amount of grace to be brave in the face of criticism to say, I am going to choose to disregard negative comments from those not worth my time anyway. From those whose sole purpose is to make me give up because I am the queen of my life and queens don't cower. They do not bend easily, nor do they break. And when you find your confidence, you find your value and no one should be able to shake that confidence. The biggest choice I must make going forward is relinquishing the mental damage and baggage I've carried around for the last 20 plus years. Those suitcases overflowing with hate for my body. I was afraid to say the word fat growing up. Uh, To even hear the word in public, (coughs) excuse me, because I always assumed people were or would be talking about me. Not that in some cases they weren't, it just wasn't enough to allow, it shouldn't have been enough 
to allow their choices to affect my own. It's just that word growing up was like, it seemed like it was the number one word used to bully. From my mama jokes to fat jokes to just being fat was associated with being sloppy, being ugly, being disgusting, not caring about yourself. It's just that one word stemmed and and just so many other things broke off from it. And it was never positive. You were compared to other things like pigs and cows and, and elephants and just so many things that I hated the word. Right, I allowed it to have too much control in my life. I I allowed one word to define me. And it held so much power over me growing up to the point of where it, it crippled me because I felt this word held my value. Not knowing or realizing that no one is just one thing. It's impossible for you to be just one thing. We, we could not exist as one thing because we are, we have dimensions. We, we have different faucets of ourselves that we're, we're human. So it, it makes us multifaceted. Yet somehow I could not see myself as anything other than fat. Now I say the word fat and it brings me no shame. (laughs) Because if you look up the definition of the word, it speaks the truth of how my body is. But it doesn't tell you who I am right? It's not the sum of my parts. And it also doesn't devalue me. I've just come to that conclusion in recent years, because I know that it's something that I can change about myself, right? Weight can be lost. So it doesn't say who I am as a person. And, and it doesn't, it's the same thing with you. It doesn't define you. If I'm able to lose this, if I'm able to subtract it from myself, then it can't hold value in my life. Who I am as a person, that's how you show value. That the things that you are contributing to society, to your community, that's how you hold value. Upon recent reflection, I've realized that self-hatred towards being fat has more to do with my own personal struggles than the influence of those around me. Not that other people have not influenced me, but I've realized for so long I blamed everyone else. I wanted someone else to take the blame because if I could give it away, I didn't have to burden myself with it. Not that being bullied hasn't played a huge part because it definitely has. Um, And there was just a lot of, growing up, there weren't many role models for me 
to look up to or influencers like there are now. And even now in, in the community, as we move towards big and bold and beautiful, um, it, we're still under a scrutiny and there still isn't a lot of representation of healthy, bigger bodies because everyone is different. We, we, our metabolism works different our shape, everything like that. You can be healthy and be big. Uh, and I know I need to work on my health. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the representation of what a healthy body looks like. Growing up, I didn't have that. Everyone looked like supermodels. They were skinny, you know? So I didn't have that representation um, growing up. And I just want it to be included. I think had I had those experiences and inclusions, I might have hated myself a bit less. But the true extent of the problem stems from the mistreatment I received. I am constantly being brushed off because of my appearance. And it sucks to be counted out for something so lackluster. Like, never mind my level of success education, contribution to society. Nope, I'm fat, so I must be less desirable. <clears throat> I, I, have, I have to be treated with less respect, right? It's the feeling of being embarrassed and being thought of poorly. And I want it so badly to be equal to be equivalent to my fellow skinny human. So I thought to myself, I have to change my narrative. I have to rework my plot and change some of the key characters. And that didn't seem to be enough. I realized that if I wanted to heal, I had to let go of what was hurting me, which meant throwing away the whole book. It was filled with doubt and envy, self-hatred, self-loathing, and it was proving to be toxic. I had to start all over again, and the idea of doing so frightened me for a while. And I lingered on pages I shouldn't have, but I knew what I was doing wasn't working. So how could starting over be any worse, right? Because if your current situation it's not bringing you any results. It's not bringing you happiness. You don't have peace. You're in a constant state of anxiety and depression. What could starting over really do that you aren't experiencing now? It, couldn't, it can't be worse. So don't be afraid to start all over again. And the truth is you may like your new story better. When you begin again, you give yourself permission to make new choices, new values and mantras for yourself. I used to hate the saying, with age comes wisdom. I always felt I was already really wise, that I was prepared for life and all its lessons. All I had to do was make the right choices. I didn't need to experience things on my own because I could witness someone else's failure and that'd be enough for me. Well, I learned that life doesn't work that way. If you're living, you are going to make mistakes. You're going to fail a time or two because it's human nature. But I also learned 
that being mature isn't changing who you are. It's being okay with your younger self. Loving that version of who you were and accepting that without it, you wouldn't be where you are now. Without the ideals, goals, dreams of my adolescent self, I wouldn't be the amazing young woman that I am today and I wouldn't be striving to be the best version of myself going forward. The choices I made back then were stepping stones and that continues to be the case the closer and closer I get to being my best self. And those choices may not have always been courageous, humorous, or graceful, but I own them. Before I peace out, I want to leave you with this. If what you have been doing isn't working, it's time to refresh, to inhale courage and exhale fear from our lives. We are enough. Our lives are meaningful. We have a purpose and your size doesn't negate that. We are beautiful and worthy of love, the type that moves mountains. You have to start choosing to be deserving of it. Choosing to no longer to get in the way of your happiness. And making a choice to be the best version of yourself. To be honest with yourself about your daily struggles and to not hide your insecurities from yourself. Because we try to, but we still know they're there. We have to make the choice to take one day at a time and not put ourselves down when that seems too much to bear. To make the choice to forgive ourselves for the things you said and did when you didn't know how to love yourself. I hope that this week uh, you go and you choose you, you decide what you want to do from this day forward to become the best version of yourself.